Well, our moms think we're funny. Alright, hey everybody, it's me, Akomi. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up. Turk and I are going to be going on a brief hiatus for the holidays. Uh, we're going to be posting today's episode, obviously, which is uh, Wednesday, November 25th. We'll be posting Friday's episode, November 27th. And uh, from there, we're going to take a brief holiday vacation, if you will, uh, throughout the month of December. And uh, we should be jumping back into things Monday, January 4th, with a new Let's Watch. And, of course, we'll resume our regularly scheduled podcasts on January 6th, that Wednesday. So, in the meantime, you guys stay safe, stay positive. Remember, Turk and I love you guys. And, uh, yeah, uh, enjoy, enjoy today's episode and enjoy having an entire month without us plaguing your ears. Take care. So. All right. So, um, <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Turk182. <laughs> <laughs> Going. <laughs> oh. I didn't like it. <laughs> it's okay, Okomi. Don't dream. It's over. <laughs> okay, so um, I right now I am looking up. Uh, wow, this is available on Turner Classic Movies. Like, really? Mm. You consider this a classic? Okay, yeah, it's a oh, classic. Cool. All right, whatever, y'all. So I'm trying. I'm right now. I'm I'm just googling like um, model by day to see if I can find. Any additional information on it? Just something, um, uh, something else to uh, to to kind of put it all in the perspective for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Okie dokie. Um, yep. Yep. It was uh, bad. Um, it was. It was bad. It was. It was bad. Okay, so I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna read excerpts from this thing, this article I found here. Um, so I guess this was one of those things that a um, one of those. So sorry. Uh, welcome to an episode of our mom synchro funny. Okomi uh, and I just uh, did a a let's watch of the movie Model by Day, which is on Amazon Prime, starring uh, Famke Jamson and. Uh, and wow, it was something special. It Let was. me tell you what. <laughs> My name is Turk182. And uh, we're doing a uh, uh, you should watch or you shouldn't watch on Model by Day because... I think it's going to be a probably shouldn't watch. Um, I think I'm actually going to lean towards a you should watch. Really? Not because it's good, but because it's like... <sighs> it's so 90s. It's so... And the thing is... It's overly 90s. It is painfully 90s. It, this is like, like all the sets in this movie are like they were designed by Linnea Huxley from, <laughs> you know, from Demolition Man. Like, yeah. like someone else's like view of the 90s. Like, this is what the 90s look like, right? You all had this stuff right here? This is like an 80s person's guess as to what the 90s are going to be like. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's going to be a lot of neon, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, and then like, and boom torpedoes comes and, over the tits. Yeah, and weird stuff uh, like just weird patterns and fabrics. And like her mm-hmm. apartment, which is as big as it is, is virtually empty. I've never understood those those open bookcases that just sit in the middle of the floor. Yeah, like yeah. like I, what? I don't I don't get that. Um, and, her, and, and her rug was really cool though. 
Yeah, I'm okay. Like the primary colors. Her vintage refrigerator. Oh, God, that was which, awful. Which, they, they, I mean, they don't even kind of do like a whole, like, let's look at her house thing. You just happen to notice the vintage refrigerator, which didn't fit the rest of the house at all. And then we realize that she's got a pinball machine in her apartment at the very end of the movie. After yeah. all the times we've been in there. It, it just Yeah, like, the camera could have panned over that, like, at least once, and that would have interested me a lot more. Yeah, it, it was... Okay, so, um... So, if you've watched it, uh, if you listen to our Let's Watch, you know what it's about. For those of you that don't, it's about a woman who is a, a big-time, like, high-priced model. She does... Uh, she's got all kinds of, like, high-name, like, ad campaigns. Uh, her friend gets hurt in a carjacking by the stupidest carjackers in the world. Um, and so, because <laughs> of that... And, and the police are not even trying to find her car or... Who or like or like they, who who beat up a friend or anything else? They're just like, yeah, it's a carjacking. You're not gonna get your car back, so we're not even gonna bother looking to see who beat up the girl, right? Even though it's a string of carjackings that from the movie we see all take place at the same place, like mm-hmm. the same place in the park, and you no, know, <laughs> day or night by the same individuals. And the, the way the police say it's like, uh, there's just some places you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't go, right? Yeah, like. I can't go to the park. I mean, yeah, just, it's a park. She could all go there. <laughs> right. Okay. She was asking for it. <laughs> it just, it was, it was so dumb. So, so she takes it upon herself because she's got some martial arts training to become a vigilante and get revenge uh, or get the guys that stole her car and beat up her sister. But then someone else adopts her, her idea. Um, I was going to say her name, but she didn't even name herself. They just give her a stupid name for a stupid reason. <laughs> and, but then they're killing people. And she's taking the blame for it, not really because no one really knows who she is, except for a cop who, for some reason, decides you must be the one because your car got jacked. So you must be the one person out there killing people as Lady X, even though I have absolutely no proof at all yeah. or nothing that tells me that you would be you. I just assume. And then because- they're like, oh, well, traces of, of the lipstick you promote was found on this guy's neck. It's like, so? I don't wear it. It's like, yeah, that's retarded. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, the, this, the, the killer was wearing Nikes, so obviously it was Michael Jordan's. <laughs> Other people wear Nikes, retard. I go buy a pair of Nikes now. In this article, it says, in the movie version, she hated the name Lady X and tried to get herself to call the silhouette, but nobody paid any attention. I don't recall that. But we must not have watched the movie version. Well, this is the movie version. Um... I, th- I think this is the collected TV serial version. <laughs> uh, no, this is the only one. It was, it was, so it was a comic book hmm. that was adapted into a movie. So it was one of the things where they were like, oh, comic book movies are kind of hot property in like the late 90s. So we'll grab anything we can and see if we can turn it into a, into a movie. I'd um, like to read the comics. Well, not, it, not it, like, not as in I would enjoy it. Like I want to read and critique and tear it apart. Yeah. I know. I, I get what you're trying to say. Um, it was, it was released into a graphic novel, it said, uh, so the movie, which aired on March 21st, 1994, um, and they said, when they say aired, I'm assuming it must've come on something like Showtime or whatever. I guess. So it, it seems like they were, okay, this is this article I'm reading. Despite high hopes for, uh, on the part of the property's purchases for a weekly series, the TV version made no more of a splash uh, than the comic book did, but Okay, so I'm I'm kind of getting some like Caligula vibes here, um, in the sense that um, I'm getting some Caligula vibes in the sense that 
they made this movie. It was supposed to be, I guess, a, uh, a made-for-TV movie uh, or like a pilot movie that they were hoping to then turn into a TV series. But nobody bit. And so then to make it, and which would explain the, the, the blue death screen like cuts. Yep. Um, and this, you know, there's really, there's a, you know, there's no profanity in this movie. I wasn't paying attention. I was providing all the profanity. Right. But I mean, if you think about it, there's no profanity in this movie. Yeah. There's, there's no like, like, shut up, like, dick face or ass nose or nothing like that. There's yeah. nothing. So it was a made for TV movie, but. There's nudity. Thank you. There's shit tons of nudity. I think, not shit tons. It's not a Sedaris film, but there's nudity. I think if we went back um, and looked at it, I'm kind of thinking that the nudity was added in later. So it airs on TV, hoping to get a, a pilot out of it. Nobody bites. So we're going to put it on like DVD or VHS. So mm. we're going to cut in some nudity. Maybe it was originally filmed, but they cut it out or maybe... They went back and just reshot some nude scenes, right? And put those in there, which is why they're so gratuitous. And, well, let's see, because... And then that's what gives it an R rating, because there's no profanity in it. There's the locker room scene with all the naked chicks. Mm-hmm. That could have, like, that the, That had that weird filter over it. So that could explain it being cut in with the weird filter. Because when you remember, like, there's, there's a big thing about when they first show her, they're doing everything they can not to show any nudity, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's Famke Jansen. Mm-hmm. But, but if if you were going to do that whole thing, you think there would have been more just random nudity in, like, the modeling scenes. Yeah. Then, yeah. So I kind of feel like they, they spice it back in there or spice it in later and mm-hmm. to boost the sellability. Yeah. Because there was, there was that. Um, the locker room. There was when the killer first killed the first dude. Yeah. And that was in the dark. And, and those, it never showed her face at the same time as her tits, so right. body double. And those are clearly not Shannon Tweet's tits, because if you've ever seen her in like any of the other TNA movies, because she kind of started the whole like uh, like late-night erotic thriller stuff <laughs> way back in the day with, uh, what was that guy's name? Andrew... Crap, I can't remember what that was. It wasn't, it wasn't Someone to Watch Over Me. That was a different movie. But, um, but yeah, but they kind of started that, (laughs) that kind of thing. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that she was the one that did it, but it's like, that was kind of like the, the, when it really kind of started and picked up with all those movies. That time period. Back in the eighties. Right. So. And then there was the Russian dudes hookers. Now that was completely lit and was completely gratuitous, but that was, there was actually plot to that, to that cut because he was on the phone. Right. But that. But the one that was all in Russian, but that, that scene could have been filmed later after the fact. Just yeah. him and those girls in that room for just that one scene. Yeah, so that's the only time when they would actually have to have brought in... And like, that, wouldn't have, that wouldn't have taken anything just to film that one scene. Yeah, be- yeah. The only thing with that, with them like shooting it later, is that they would have had to have brought that... Um, brought that same actor back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can be difficult. Those other scenes, they wouldn't have needed to have brought the original actors back, because... Of the filters and the lighting and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That is weird. There's not really any excessive violence in here. No. Because remember, I was I mentioned that the carjackers didn't carry any guns. Mm-hmm. There's hardly any guns. When people get shot, there's no blood. Yep. Nobody screams. And then there's, like, there's no collateral damage either. Nobody except for the bad people get hurt. Mm-hmm. So, definitely a made-for-TV thing, you know? Huh. Okay, so... So, so I was I was looking on IMDb. 
Um, I, I saw I saw in the credits it said it was written by Joseph Loeb. So the first thing I thought was, oh, Jeff Loeb, right? Because Jeff Loeb, <laughs> you know, used to write for Marvel and DC. I think he was one of the executive producers or creative consultants for some of the uh, Netflix things or whatever. He's right. done a lot of stuff here. Not going to say I'm a fan of Jeff Loeb's work. I did like his cable stuff. Um, uh, he also wrote uh, what Teen Wolf and Commando. <laughs> I think he wrote both of those. And uh, but like some of the other stuff he's done and things, I've, I've never really gotten into. Um, don't know him as a person. He could be like a great guy. Like I said I did like his cable stuff, but like some of the other work he's done, it's just never been something that that I really thought was like fantastic. And I think he also was like a creative consultant or producer of like the heroes tv show or something but anyway hmm. wow. so when i saw the name joseph Loeb, the first thing i thought was jeff Loeb. but i'm like obviously there's more people in the world named Loeb than whatever right right so when i look it up on imdb sure enough it says jeff Loeb. you know uh, under the joseph Loeb. so then and this is a part that's then i saw this other name it said based off a comic book and it said comic book by kevin j taylor and I wouldn't even thought of that if it wasn't for you and I were having a conversation yesterday and I showed you something. Uh-huh. And then, and of course, the name popped in my head again. And then when I saw that, I was like, that can't be the same person. So I went and I got the thing. I'm like, holy shit, it is the same person. <laughs> and they had done this book model by day, apparently before they did some of their later work, um, which I'm just like, okay, wow to the wow, wow. So that's Kevin J. Taylor. Wow. Holy shit. I don't have model by day, but I have that. <laughs> and that's why I was like, wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, what? So I'm like, now this movie makes so much sense. Yeah. But and apparently model by day was a I guess a two issue, like all nice. ages, maybe I guess all ages or teen comic book. It did not have a from my understanding any nudity in it, but it oh, may well. have. I don't know. Well, but it's dedicated to his father Grady. I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> Thanks, son. <laughs> Thank you for my big book of porn. <laughs> Proud of you. So, yeah, it's just like, wow. Wow. I wow. mean, I actually really like this art. Oh, the, the, I think the art is, it's different, but it's really interesting. Uh, well, shit, interesting. It's, it's, it's well detailed. It's well done. I, I like it. Uh, I mean, almost I'm to not, the point I'm where it's... like getting off to it, but I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so well done that it's like, well, it's even though it's slightly exaggerated, right. it's it's well done in its exaggerations. Right, yeah. Uh, so when I saw that, I was, I was like, okay, what? This, now this whole thing doesn't really make, I guess, a lot of sense, but maybe kind of does make sense, but then it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it makes slightly more sense. But the, like, Nothing about this tells me this would have been a really good property to make a movie out of, like no. or a TV series or anything. <laughs> like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like it, but then knowing that it was adapted from a comic book, and <laughs> I wonder. I, I think I'm like you. I would have to get the comic book and see just how. Uh, and read the story just to kind of see how faithful of an adaptation this was. Yeah. Because as bad as this movie was, if this was not a faithful adaptation, that means the book is either really, really good and you just screwed it up as a screenwriter, <laughs> or it was really, really bad and this is the best you could do. I can't imagine the book would be that good. So, if this is the best you can do, I'm like, if you were, were you really trying to sell this? Or, I, <laughs> uh, it's. So, I'm not crazy about his sequential art, honestly, but, like, his pinup stuff, I think, is pretty solid. Kevin J. Taylor. 
Um, it's, uh, it's, it's mind blowing to me. I'm, I mean, the whole thing. And even if you were trying to get this sold as a property or a possible weekly TV series. Yeah. And I think everybody involved looking at this thing would, is like, okay, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. But this, that does explain my question about like, why would Sean Young be in this for just her little scenes? Well, I guess she was expecting she might have a, a reoccurring role right, on the series. Right. Um, Holy shit, he did all this with P.H. Martin watercolors. Uh, that Pam Greer is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so that explains a lot of stuff. But then when you're looking at it and looking at just how over the top it is and so like obviously not 90s, even though it's trying to be 90s. I mean, it's filmed in the 90s. Up, up, model by day. Yep, that was the picture. <laughs> that was an unpublished picture. And, uh. Now that outfit is not as retarded looking. I mean, granted, you know, she's got this candy wedgie going on here. Yeah. But, like, as far as the hood and the cowl, that's functional. She's got nunchucks. And it's completely covered, too. That was the other thing. Yeah. That's where this one, she's showing off some skin, which, you know, again. If you're going to be a vigilante, why give them, like, access? Like, oh, here's all the places that you can be can right. you can bleed. Here's here's where I'm super vulnerable. But, like, this outfit as it's showing up here, I mean, you know, again, outside of the totally unrealistic wedgie, that's functional. I mean, they could have just, you know, covered up her ass and done a, an outfit like that, and that would be way better than what we got. Yeah. Way but then, better. But then you had to get the whole sex sells thing, you know. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it, it, so this is... I mean, I, I, I would not complain to see every bit of Famica Jensen's skin that I can see, but <laughs> it's just like, you can't do that at the sacrifice of the movie. So, the, the thing I was going to get to is that, obviously, everybody involved in this, because looking at this thing and like, there's no way this is going to make it. Yes. <laughs> I say that. Yes. I say that having watched almost episode, almost every episode of uh, of Nightman, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you anything about it, but I do know that I watch almost every episode of Nightman based off of that. Was it Malibu Comics? Uh, uh, which, but the guy Shane got a Nightman action figure somewhere. We had the one, <laughs> he had the one big red eye, like lens, and the other one, he fought crime in New Orleans, but by day he was a sax, saxophone player or something. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can find that on Tubi, like Nightman. It's bad. Here, but we've got uh, a marker drawing of Michael Jackson with tits. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a, entitled "The King of Popping Out." <laughs> so, anyway, to all that, I'm wrapping all this up to say that I think everybody involved, nobody phoned it in. I didn't feel like anybody phoned it in. Yeah, no, Knowing it was this bad movie. They were like, "I'm still gonna do my part." Yeah, yeah. There was no point where I felt like people didn't give a damn, and you know that's important to me. Yeah. Like, I, I just want people to care about the project. And I feel like there was some passion that went into this. And and I do think, though, that during the making of the movie, um, yeah, that they were they were probably hoping that it wasn't going to become a series. Right? <laughs> like, like, I can't. I understand this is going to be money for a while, but the longer this is out there, the more exposure it gets. Like, the worse it's going to be for my career. Yeah. And, um... Were we off mic when you said that uh, you, you saw that quote from Famicom Jansen saying she'd rather just forget about it? I know. I think we're. I think we're still on mic. Okay, but it's still, still a good on quote. Mic, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, so this came out. God, this came out long before, uh, long before X Men. Yeah, this was ninety three. So, 
And I don't think this helped her get the X-Men part. <laughs> I, I don't know, because... I mean, like, did she have anything else that would have indicated she could do heroic stuff? Um, so, Nate, since you mentioned that, I'm just actually back on IMDb going through her filmography here. I'm just going to start. Um, and I'm going to say this. I like Vampy Jensen. I, um, I don't really know much about her, like her personal life or whatever. And like, I haven't really read anything about her. Uh, like, uh, I haven't read anything about like, you know, whether, you know, how she acts on set. Vampy Jensen is kind of a jerk on set or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. she was in an episode of Star Trek Next Generations. Um, Next Generation. She was on an episode of Melrose Place. And she's in Model by Day. Um, but then shortly after that, she's in the movie Lord of Illusions, hmm. uh, which is not a great movie. That's, uh, is that Stephen Summers? Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I put it here. No, this is Clive Barker. Clive Barker did the thing. But it has uh, Kevin J. O'Rourke in it, who was in, who was with her in um, uh, Deep Rising. Okay. Which is yeah. a Stephen Summers movie. So, and it's got that. I actually need to watch Lord of Illusions again because I remember not liking it, but. I don't think necessarily it was a like a bad movie, it just wasn't great. But anyway, so she's Lord of Illusions. Then after that, she's in um, Goldeneye. Okay. And then of course, you know, her Dun and Bra, she slowly starts to climb, starts to go up, and with movies like Deep Rising, and she's in Rounders. I do like Rounders. Uh, I think Rounders is kind of a cool movie. Mm-hmm. Then she's in The Faculty, and then uh, shortly after that, she's in X Men. So uh, she has she demonstrated acting chops. It's just weird that like this is the only really superhero-y thing that she did. Right. Um, Here's another pinup of Model by Day. Same guy, same book. Yeah. And that's that's an even cooler outfit. I actually like that one a lot. Yeah. I mean, Obviously, like, the, the all black wouldn't be good for a TV series, but I do like it. Yeah, but like they could convert this to that shade of purple that she wore mm-hmm. and still have it be like full body and have like the gear and shit on the arms and like the earpieces. That's that's cool. And the yeah. nunchucks are cool. And you could even, you could just vary it up with the, the black and purple. Just kind mm-hmm. of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just like set up some patterns. Yeah. Like. There, there was potential. Say it right. Potential. Thank you. I wonder if, if when she auditioned for X Men, if they were like, uh, I wonder what she would look like in latex. You know, for a while there, before they settled on, on the leather, mm-hmm. they were kind of thinking about the latex thing. Yeah. If the model by day showed up and was like, all right, like I'm gonna feel like really bad about doing this, but yeah, let me show you what I look like in latex fighting as a superhero. <laughs> I, I can, I can only think that that would have probably helped, even though she probably wouldn't need to show him to him. Like, okay, yeah, you won't be doing any of that as Jean Grey, right. but, but yeah, and then on top of that, you didn't phone this in, right? You didn't right, phone this in. Right. But had she had the model by day become a actual thing, I don't think she would have. She would have risen in the Hollywood ranks to where she is now. Yeah, yeah. I think this would have like really cut her career really short. I can see that. Yeah, I think that'd be. Uh, I can see this kind of thing being a real career ender <laughs> <laughs> before it really even started. Yeah. So, I you, you said uh, you were lean, leaning more towards a you shouldn't watch, and I was thinking I'm gonna say it's more of a you should watch. Okay. Just because one early Famke Jansen, I think that even though the movie is is poorly done, I do think that um, that everybody does their part well. Mm-hmm. Like the cop is just stupidly written. He's just, he's horribly written. <laughs> yeah. He's honestly the only character I would say is like really horribly written though. Like the other characters, clear motivations. There's no point where it's like, 
what in the fuck is wrong with you, except for the cop. And, and Shannon Tweed's character. Yeah, hers is a little bit random. Right, because she makes that she makes that comment, you know, that we both they say, like, <laughs> God, you know, yeah. it's like, if, if you get ra- hurt, it's your fault. He rapes you, it's your fault. Like, oh. <laughs> like, like, no, that's not how that works. God, that's like the racist grandma that shows up at Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, you know, it's all because of those Chinese people. <laughs> Fine, you can let her date the colored guy, but you know, <laughs> boy, I'm just gonna warn you now. <laughs> Eventually, he's gonna beat her, and I'm not gonna visit you in the hospital when he does. <laughs> Tell him, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a that was that didn't make, that didn't make any sense especially in the end when you find out that she is the fake lady X yeah because and, like if she's blaming the victim then she shouldn't be out on revenge for her sister right and who was like well wasn't that technically your sister's fault according to you <laughs> <laughs> she should have seen that coming right <laughs> so like that's just that's just a weird thing and then uh and then it, the, the cop says well apparently you know something with a Russian mob and their sister and, you know, and then she used the Lady X, you know, as inspiration to do them. Like, but like, when did that happen? Because no time do you ever see where she's upset. Like, oh, what happened? My sister. So I feel like that happened in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's what put her to the self, the self-defense um, path. And then when she saw this, she was like, oh, shit, I should have been doing this all along. <laughs> Which again, it's like, well, why yeah, weren't girl, you? that's all you had to say. <laughs> you could have been doing this all along. Like, you should have been doing this like, hey. None of that makes any sense at all. It's, and then they conveniently killed her off so that uh, she, you know, I, I think that I think she was actually supposed to live and come back as like a regular like villain for her. You know, the cat, she was like, no, please, just kill me off. Yeah, in the uh, in the director's commentary, we find out that to get out of the role, she literally threw herself off the roof. <laughs> and they had to write that into the scripts. <laughs> And it's like, she actually would have died if it wasn't for the last minute Gene Simmons shot his tongue down. She grabbed it and swung to safety. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this uh, this movie was... Yeah, like I, said, I, I would say you, you should watch it just because of, like, uh, all, everything I said. Like, everything that makes it bad is, also, is why I think you should watch it. Um, I, I guess if you curb your expectations going into it then yeah yeah i could i could see it being like worth watching so like okay, let's let's put it like this um uh what's what's one of the movies that we watched that we knew that's like oh we know this is going to be bad like we we all expect all these movies to be bad mm-hmm. but like we go into it saying okay we know this movie is going to be bad and it's not something we're ever going to watch again or we weren't even planning to enjoy it at all I think if you approach it I'd, like that. I'd put it slightly below the level of, like, barbed wire. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, here, this is a nonsensical thing. They really just, like, found a pretty face to be like, hey, show a little skin, do a little jiggy jig. We'll we'll make something happen. They'll show it in theaters. <laughs> Can't <laughs> promise it'll be successful. Your, your face will be on the big screen, babe. Well, I mean, they both are based off of comic books. So, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know... And you know, it's... don't call me X. <laughs> that that was that was why I was laughing at that line in the movie because you know um, barbed wire's whole thing is don't call me babe, and then 
during when she's fighting the carjackers, he's like, bitch, and she's like, you don't know me well enough to call me that. And it's like, oh, oh I guess so. There was, there was as some one line of profanity in the movie. Oh, yeah, shit. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. 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 It's, God, this, the, this is bad. But I would say, let's watch just because it is, it is bad. And it's so, like, kind of cringy, too, at the same time. It's pretty it, cringe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, I, I think that, if we can get just 10 people in the next year to bring a copy of this for Famica Jensen to sign, <laughs> call me a cyber bully, call me a terrorist, but that would, that would just make me happy. It's just calling you by your name. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade, shall we? Uh, so, uh, all right, I'm going to say this, uh, as far as as far as that goes, I am actually going to try to find an actual copy of the book. Oh hell yeah! And I would try to get her to sign the book. Shit yeah. Yep. That would be my thing. Because uh, just like <laughs> I love that I hated it so much. I mean, <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird to say that I love that I hated it so much? Well, I think you set out to hate it, so it's like it's satisfying that it's like, yes, this is every bit as bad as I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, well, it's a little bit of a short one, but, you know, we've we've had some short ones on uh, on You Should and Shouldn't Watches before, so... And I'll see you, you. You cut my joke short. Oh, did I? Yeah, because you said we've had some short ones, and I was gonna. But then you <laughs> said on the less watch side, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. But yeah. Um, but I mean, there's there's nothing more we can really say about this movie. It's it is what it is, and that's that's all it is, man. It's yeah, which is funny because you know, rock and roll. We talked about longer than the movie itself lasted. But there was so much stuff. Like, this there one, was. like, everything that's wrong with this movie, we've summed up mm-hmm. in, like, that fast. Like, okay, it was this, it was this, it was this. Like, yeah, man. there's there's not really that much to unpack here. Uh, okay. I'm going to say something really, really, really horrible. <laughs> yes. And, Do it. And I, I, I'm, I have to own it. And, um... If I... If I was, like, uh, going to buy a house, and like, oh, this particular house is fully furnished, you know, the the owner left all the furnishings, whatever, and it was the exact model setup of her house. Oh, yeah. I'd buy it and wouldn't change a thing. I'm just yeah. going to say, as horrible as it was, as overly 90s as it was, unbelievably 90s as it was, I would live in that house. <laughs> There's one thing I would change. The big red statue. <sighs> The big red, uncomfortable, naked male statue. I'd get rid of that. The only reason I wouldn't change that statue is because it's really weird. It's so this one of those like weird '90s, '80s avant-garde art pieces <laughs> that people look at and be like, "It's so odd and weird and stupid looking that it must be art." I guess so. And I would keep that because every time I look at it, it would it would make me think that it was sold to me by Serge, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. That's the reason I would keep it. Because I would, I would look at it and I would think it was sold to me by Serge. It's like, no, I saw one of this. It was like already. It's like, get the fuck out of here. No, I can't. Not because I'm serious. Uh, I would I would get rid of that for one specific reason. I'd get rid of that and I'd get rid of the coffee table so that I could bring in 
the milk bar statues from Clockwork Orange. But don't forget behind the um behind the bookcase you had that whole open space there right in front of the windows. Oh, yeah. So you can put the milk bar there. Well, yeah, but I mean you gotta have the you gotta have the table of the scissoring chicks. Yeah. Like, that's just a good coffee table. That is a good coffee table. But yeah, I could I could see like one of the like milk dispenser ones. Yeah, that that could go in that open space. Yep. So uh that's it, man. <laughs> I, got, I got no more. That's it. Oh yeah, I think I think it should be watched for everything that we said. And and I, I okay. I gotta ask this question. When he takes, okay, were the Russians? So the Russians said to kill Johnny Lee because um, they were like, we want to find out who this Lady X is, kill her, and then kill Johnny Lee. But until then, mm-hmm. Johnny Lee was supposed to finding out who Lady X is. They don't know that he's taken out with Vigo's house or whatever it is. Yeah. How do they find him so fast? Mm-hmm. Unless they were already following him, which doesn't make sense they, because they had no reason to follow him. And then he takes her to the place that's supposed to get some food. But I guess they really weren't going to eat because he knew they were going to find him there to shoot him. Which also doesn't make any sense where he follows people's <laughs> lives in danger. But then what was that place? I guess you're supposed to be in Chinatown, but it's not like they were making like these floats or whatever it was for like like a like a Chinese New Year or anything or a parade. Like, where, yes. what was that? And and was that a Chinese restaurant or was it just like these old people that he just made cook food for him? I I don't know. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, that that was a little bit a little bit off. And I think we have to talk very briefly about their blatant ripoff of Basic Instinct. Yeah. Because, like, they, they even knock off the cinematography of it. And then, and we're both like, oh, are they, are they like, trying to pay tribute to Basic Instinct? And then she's like, I'm wearing panties. I just want to make that clear up front. It's like, yeah, that, that, like, that's, that is so flagrant. It's just like, she could have just, like, looked into the camera and went, Basic Instinct, am I right? <laughs> right. Yeah. It was, it was unnecessary, too. That's what we was about. It was so unnecessary. Like, let's go ahead and call this out. But why? Because what? it's topical. At that yeah. time, it was topical. Yeah. It's like, this is the hot shit. It, what, I, what that made me think of is that if you read, like, badly written creepypastas, because you know me and my internet cringe. I know you. Like, badly written creepypastas, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll bring in a trope, and then they'll just ad- acknowledge it. And it, it just pulls you out of it, because they'll be like, I know in some of these stories... It's a creepy old man who sells the haunted game cartridge to you. But in my case, it really was. This old man was creepy. You would be shocked at how often that happens. <laughs> it sounds so... It's like, I don't feel like writing any backstory. Yeah. So I'm going to use somebody else's backstory and then say, Oh, all those all the stories you heard and everything, like, they all happened to me. Yeah, and, and they'll even say like, I know it sounds cliche, but I tried to turn my Game Boy off, and the screen didn't go off. It's like, I mean, if you're going to call attention to it, then you're not doing yourself any favors. And it's like, it's that kind of thing. It's just like, this is a basic instinct ripoff. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, that's... I know it sounds cliche, but I really am wearing panties. (laughs) I have to think that the reason that was done is because... Again, made for TV. So what they're doing is they're they're like, well, we've got to set up the 
the erotic fact the the erotic factor of it for TV. So mm-hmm. we're gonna do this whole thing and be like, "Sorry, boys, not today." <laughs> she might as well look in the camera and go, "Wink," and not just wink, but also said the word "wink." <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Uh yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, yep. So, Ooh. yeah, this was uh, this was quite something, <laughs> and I think you should all should watch it. Well, I won't blame you if you don't. But uh, again, if if we can if we can get ten people, <laughs> just ten people, I know we have at least that many listeners. Yes. The lockdown won't last forever. There will be conventions again. Famica Jansen will leave her house at some point if we can just get 10 people <laughs> to have her sign this DVD. Yes. <laughs> Never I... let her forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about live and let live and just letting people live their lives and not be bothered, but never let her forget that she was in this movie. <laughs> and and I want to say, from my point of view, I'm not trying to bully her, right? It's <laughs> no, just like, no. it's like, come on now, let's not forget this because... Because clearly, clearly, <laughs> this this was something that just like you would just have to sit back one day and be like, "Wow, wow, 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 wow." If I ever meet any of Famica Jansen's family, first thing is going to be like, "That is bullying." She she's a wonderful actor. Did you watch her movie Model by Day? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yep, yep, yep. Model by day. That's Whew. the that's the thing, man. <laughs> you gotta check it out, man. You gotta check it out. I'm sorry. Let me let me let me. Jack Torrance, what do you think that you should do? <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> All right. So uh, my name is Turk182, and uh, never forget <laughs> Model by Day. <laughs> Uh, me. <laughs> hey, if people let Ben Affleck live down the Daredevil movie, which I don't think is that bad of a movie at all, right? And we'll we'll do our you should you shouldn't watch on that one, you know, sometime. But you know, I don't think that that movie is as bad as people want to say it is. The, if they, people let him live that one down, then you know you got to bring that one up. <laughs> people let him live that down because now he's got that freaking back tattoo. <laughs> Everybody was like, Daredevil, Daredevil, and he took a shirt off, and they're like, oh. Oh. You poor thing. <laughs> okay, you know what's going to happen, right? Somehow, in some weird-ass way, like, Rod Serling's ghost is going to appear, and then <laughs> I'm going to bump in the, into Famke Jansen, and we're going to have a conversation, everything be cool in the gang, right? Won't be a big deal. And I'll be like, hey, you used to be, um, like, before you became an actress, you were a model, right? And it's like, yeah, it's like, did you, it's like, so did you just like do like swimsuit stuff or whatever? Did you do any modeling at night? Uh, you know, sometimes, but not really. So you were just a model by day. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that's how I got shot. <laughs> Camera just cuts over to her, like slamming your head into a table <laughs> over and over. Oh, man. Yep, 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 yep. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, give give it a watch, guys. But uh, don't don't blame me. Blame Turk. <laughs> I mean, you can tell him not to. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm all about it, man. It, it's got to be checked out. It has to be because because <laughs> of yeah. 
Because, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. So, again, Turk 82. And a Comey. And uh, this was a... Uh, <laughs> This was a you should watch model by day <laughs> starring Famke Jansen. Yep. So, anything else? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, uh, thank you all for watch or listening to us. And uh, you know, if you check out our let's watch of the as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. There's some pretty good laughs in it. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Zang, yo. <laughs>